Dust off that bottle of wine from the back of the cupboard. Push the boat out with some nibbles. Buckle up, strap yourselves in, and hold on to the seat of your knickers. Kath and Amy, they're a little bit wrong, but oh, so right. You know it, baby. Welcome along to our first podcast. This is the extortionate price of fish pie with Kath and Amy. Now, we are an unlikely friendship. Complete polar opposites. We shouldn't work. Yeah, we do, don't we, Kath? We do. Sometimes (laughs) on a knife edge. Now, I don't know if you can hear this beautiful jazz music. I want to set the scene for a moment. Imagine you're in a a nice wine bar, perhaps. Have you got some nibbles next to you? What have you got, Kath? Oh, those little cheesy biscuit things. I'm a sucker for them. Oh, I've got some pistachio nuts. (gasps) And what are you drinking? Well, obviously, I'm a Lambrini girl. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, a nice Prosecco for me, I think. So we've got the nibbles. What have you got, we're wondering? We're going to kick off with you guys as our first ever victims. I mean, listeners. Now, in this podcast, we are going to be confessing all. So we need you to get ready for that. And actually, we're going to be asking you to get involved as well and send us your confessions because it'll make us feel a bit better about ourselves, I reckon. Look, a confession shared is a confession halved. That's what I say. We're going to be delving into the challenges of life as two mums, wives, carers and radio presenters with absolutely no sense of direction. Rude. Think of this podcast as a survival guide to get you through life, learn from our many, many mistakes and you can laugh with us or at us. We are not really bothered, we're used to either. After all, we're all in this thing called life together, right? Absolutely. So come and share with us, spend time with us and let's grow to love each other. We would love to know, how have you been surviving lockdown? Kath, how have you been doing during lockdown? I've loved it. Have you? I have loved it. I don't want to go back to normal life. So why have you loved it so much? I'm really happy just being at home with my animals or being at the yard with my horse. I don't have to people. So you don't have to people? No. What do you mean by that? I mean, I don't have to put up with people. (laughs) (laughs) Only my own family. And unfortunately, that seems to be part of the course when you have children. Okay. And what animals have you got that you're looking after? Three dogs, a bird, a bearded dragon, a horse and a cat. It's enough to keep me going without having to set foot outside the door. And frankly, that is what I like. Ames. How have you found lockdown, darling? It's been a bit of a weird one for us because I've got a daughter who is classed as vulnerable. So we got all the letters. She was meant to stay in her room the whole time. Lockdown has felt like months and months and months. It's felt like forever. Biggest regret is taking on the challenge of doing HIIT exercises three times a week Mm. in my front room with my children. That was not a good idea. Do you know what? I feel like I'm going to pass out every time I do it. Really? Yeah, it's not good. I don't think that's healthy. Well, I'm not built for exercise, am I? Look at, look at me. <laughs> Give myself a black eye when I jump up and you're, down. You're built for fun. Yeah. <laughs> Kath, talking about exercise. Oh, no, here we go. I think it's about time that you shared your little story about your thoughts on exercise because I would say for about nine to ten months perhaps you've been talking about doing the 5k you downloaded the app you were ready to go you were pretty excited about it you talked about it till you were blue in the face I bought myself trainers wow so you invested as well and I got some like yoga panty things from Tesco's oh like you see all the mums yeah the school pick up in got them so trainers yeah yoga pants ready to go 
really nice they are nice grey and you had the whole thing downloaded did you had a listen and kind of I'd had a listen because it's all mental isn't it preparing yourself mentally it's very good you can have different speakers that help you like motivate you along the way you've only got 60 seconds left come on you can do this and then right now it's your 90 second walk yeah you've got this ooh yeah ooh right so what happened then well I started it and I did the first week because you do three runs a week and you have a day rest in between you run for 60 seconds in the first one and then you walk for 90 seconds run for 60 seconds well I got about 20 seconds into it and I thought I can't do this I can't do it 20 seconds Uh, in probably that's probably being generous and then I thought no no Catherine you're gonna do this so I pushed through the pain barrier you would have been very proud of me munchkin I had a rest day and then the next day I did another one finished the first week and then my knees went (laughs) your knees went (laughs) I was really struggling and I went through Penrose because I thought it would be really quiet there well the world and his neighbour were there and I could hardly walk but then every time someone came past I made myself start jogging So that I didn't look like a total plank. But you were limping because you I was in run. agony. Oh. My knees were killing me. I was in agony. And then as soon as they'd gone, I'd stop again. And I was I was nearly crying by the time I managed to get back to the car. So and couch to 5K's being Couch to 5K is up. not happening. But you're getting a bike, aren't you? I've got a bike. You've got a bike. I've, it's in the shed. So I bought it while my husband was away working. And then for two or three weeks, it stayed in the garden. Okay. And then two or three weeks after that, it moved into the shed. Two or three weeks later, I'll probably put it in the boot of the car. And then two or three weeks later, I'll probably think about riding it. So you haven't actually been on your bike yet? No, I've looked at it. I went out this week, actually, and I was really proud of myself that I could still balance. Yeah. (laughs) I haven't been on one since I was about 16, but I was off like a rocket. All the gear, no idea. This is a second bike that Kath has bought, I have to tell you, because a few years ago, she invested in a bike after we'd been to a big camp together and she'd admired a lady from the distance. For the whole week. Now, this lady had her tent. You know, when people glamp and they have the lights and they have the microwave. She was my hero. It was amazing what she had. She had a little boot stand outside her tent. Amazing. Just incredible flags. The full works. She also had a bike that she rode around on, With a basket on the front. And why did you like it so much? Because I thought, I want one of those because then I can cycle around my village (laughs) with a chihuahua in my basket. And flowers, maybe go and pick up some bread. Throw daffodils at people as I go past. Pick up some fresh bread. So what happened to that bike that you bought with the basket? I left it outside in the sea air, rotted it. You see? (laughs) I'm not holding out much hope, I have to say. No, but to be fair though, this one is in the shed, not outside, just letting the sea air just, you know, rot it. It was a beautiful bike, wasn't it? Do you remember it? It was was, stunning. It was beautiful. It cost me a lot of money. Expensive. Yeah. Now it is time in the podcast for a confession we're going to bring one each week some of them will be from us because we've got a massive bank of confessions some of them though amy we're not going to air i just need to tell you that now oh i'm airing all of them no yes we are going to have discussions about this we're going to be as honest as you like on this everyone's going to get to know the ins and outs of everything to do with us well we're going to go a little bit extra because in life you need a fanfare at certain times oh yes you do if you've been to the loo 
a fanfare, after you've had your shower. How about when you've cooked a beautiful dinner for your family? Taken the dogs for a walk, washed your makeup off, anything. It doesn't really matter. Cut your toenails. Anything. It works. (laughs) It just makes you feel better about yourself. Okay, well, it's my turn to confess this week, so I need the fanfare. Now, you've got no idea what I'm going to confess, do you? No, and I'm slightly concerned, I'm not going to lie. Well, I've been out driving with my family a little bit because we've been able to go out in the car in our little bubble, investigating beautiful areas of Cornwall. Honestly, we are so lucky to live here. And I was around Falmouth and we were doing the whole Pendennis Point and, you know, going around those roads. Oh, just stunning. Looking out at all the boats on the water and admiring them. And there was one that was going quite fast And actually, we weren't quite keeping up with it. It was really zipping along. (laughs) And I turned to my husband in the car and I said, what happens? You know, if someone's out on a longboard or surfing or gets in their way, they're going to have to use their brakes, aren't they? Well, he looked at me. (laughs) And I discovered for the first time in my life, let me tell you, I am in my 40s and I never knew. He said, boats don't have brakes, Amy. They don't have brakes. I didn't know that either. Are you serious? No, I thought they had brakes. No, they haven't got brakes. How do they stop then? Well, I'm not sure. He (laughs) tried to explain and it all got far too technical for me. Actually, my mind is blown. I don't know what to say. I actually don't know what to say about that. And I've been on a boat before. So probably Your husband is a fisherman. (laughs) The way you said that. I've been on a boat before. I can't believe that you didn't realise either and your husband's a fisherman. No, well, I don't go fishing with him. You're going to have to go home and tell him now that I'm you not, thought boats had no, brakes. No, There are some things he doesn't <laughs> need to know. I think they must have to turn really fast, do you think? I think they probably put it in reverse thrusters. Oh, thrusters. Thrust. <laughs> Thrust. Oh, I like it. <laughs> so that is my confession for this week. And I tell you what, there's more where that came from. Kath and Amy, they're a little bit wrong. But oh, so right. So each week on the extortionate price of fish pie, we are scouring the length and breadth of the land to bring you a favourite news story. It doesn't have to just be from down here. It can be around the world, something that's made us smile. And we hope that it makes you smile too. I'm excited. So what have you got for us, Kath? This week, the news story comes from our beloved Cornwall, where we are so lucky to be able to live. Landlord Johnny McFadden of the Star Inn at St Just has done something that we think is genius. How difficult must it be to keep people social distancing in a pub, Ames? Well, this is what I worry about, you know. All the pubs are open, restaurants, had a few drinks. How does it happen? How do you keep social distancing? Well, you need to have a word with Johnny, my love. He's come up with a solution. He has put an electric fence in front of his bar. Has it? Yes. No idea if it's switched on or not, but customers are happy and it's caused lots of laughs. Only one person who didn't see the funny side was Johnny's insurance broker. Well, he was a little bit concerned, I'm not going to lie. Now, this is genius. I need to think about this for a moment. An electric fence. So it stops them getting right yeah. up to the bar. Yeah. What a brilliant idea. Genius. I mean, I've had loads of ideas how I could use it. What? So you'd like to use an electric fence in your house? Down the middle of my bed. <laughs> Because your husband's back from the Ascension Islands now, isn't he? Yes, he is. And, and he's a noisy sleeper, he's isn't he? He's awful and he tosses and turns and flails around. It's going down the centre of my bed. <laughs> can stop all manner of things. 
if you know what I mean. How about around the fridge? That would be a good one. Around the fridge, around myself. An electric fence around yourself. Yeah. That's one way to keep your family yeah. away. I've thought it through. <laughs> I've thought it through and that's what I'm going to do. Now, talking about sleep, Kathy is slightly stressed with her husband home because she's got into quite a routine. What do you do with your smart speaker, Kath? Well, actually, since he's been away, we won't tell him. Okay. But the dogs have been up to bed with me every night. Okay. Which is lush. And then I get my old smart speaker going and I listen to thunderstorms when I go to sleep. So you ask your speaker to play a yes, thunderstorm. I, I say open ambient sounds and I get all these sounds. And then if I'm feeling really fruity, I add in some wind. <laughs> Really? Yeah, it's well good. I remember you telling me you had a crackling fire once. Oh, I've got a crackling fire. That's when I pretend I'm in a log cabin. And if I've got the wind and rain howling, I pretend I'm in a tent in the middle of a rainforest. You really need to give this a go. It's genius. I think I might give it a go. Honestly, it will change your life. Well, I'm up for that. It will. Oh, I just drift off to dreamland. Imagine I'm in the middle of the Amazon completely lost and cut off from humanity oh it's bliss okay so we have got a challenge that we're going to bring you every single week in our podcast it is our word for the week i think this deserves a drum roll don't you because we've got one of them as well That was cracking. I love it. That was cracking. Again, could follow you around everywhere you go. Pay for your shopping. (laughs) Drum roll. (laughs) Okay, so this is a challenge that we want to give you and we want to see if you can slip this word seamlessly into conversation. You don't draw attention to yourself. Amy. Yes, I know. You draw attention to yourself all the time. I know. You slip it in no matter where you are. (laughs) And then you move on with your life. Exactly. So the word... For the week is bibble. Oh, I really love it. Try saying it. Bibble. Bibble. It's a good name for a dog. It rolls off the tongue. Bibble. Now, a bibble means to eat or drink noisily. Oh, well, that's my husband. Poor chap. So he sleeps noisily. What do you mean, poor chap? And now he eats noisily as well. I've been telling him for 19 years to eat quieter. I think by now it should have sunk in. No? Do you not think? Perhaps. Yeah, no, it should have done by now, well, shouldn't it? So, can you slip our word for the week seamlessly into conversation? Bibble. Bibble. Give it a go. So, Amy... You know that I lose everything. In fact, just before coming over here, I'd been in my daughter's room and I put my phone in her knicker drawer. Hang on a minute. Stop. You put your phone in her knicker drawer? Yes, because it was open and she was looking for the birthday (laughs) card for your son. So I put my phone in the knicker drawer... And then I couldn't find it. What possessed you to put it I in a knicker drawer? That's just weird. It was just open right next to me. And I thought, <laughs> oh, I'll just pop it in there. And then you know what my memory's like? I have to, the amount of times I'm either asking my children or my smart speaker to ring my phone. <laughs> it is ridiculous. You're it's, putting your smart speaker under a lot of pressure, she's aren't good, you? She's good though. She rings me. <laughs> it's like I'll get my keys and think, I know, I will put them in the left trainer that I never wear in the shoe cupboard and then I know where they are. I mean, who thinks like that? Well, this is the thing. I do kind of sympathise with you a little bit because I think to myself, oh, this is something really important, this piece of paper or, you know, whatever it is. And I think I'll put it here because this is a really special place. I can't remember the special place. Do you know what my special place no is idea. for, for um, important letters? Your daughter's knicker drawer? No, my print. I put them, <laughs> I put them in my printer. <laughs> Seriously? You put them in your printer? Yes, because then I... <laughs> 
if you could see us right now you would see that I've gone quite red my facial expressions are that of almost disdain and shock at the same and time if that's possible you had your head in your hands then. yeah I do. I lift up because it's got a scanner on the top. So I lift it up. I put everything in there and then I know where it is. Well, do you know what? Next time you contact me and say, look, I've lost my keys or I've lost this. I'm going to say, look in your daughter's knicker drawer. Have you looked in your printer? (laughs) So after getting all that off my chest, this leads me very smoothly into my tip of the week. We're going to have a survival tip of the week. Something that we take, embrace, helps us to get through life. Yeah. And you'll thank us for it. Maybe not immediately, but you will. One day. One day. Do you want to hear it? I can't wait. Come on then. Okay. So as I was just telling you, I lose my phone an awful lot. Yeah. Fear not. I have a solution. Even if you have a case on your phone, right, you can take the case off a little tiny bit, poke a lanyard through and wear your phone around your neck. Yeah, you can wear it around your neck. I kid you not, the last time that I saw Kath, I mean, we're socially distancing recording this today, and the last time I saw her was outside at a park where we went for a socially distanced walk, and Kath looked very odd and very lumpy underneath her cardigan. And I was like, (laughs) what is going on with you today? You're looking strange. She ripped open her cardigan and revealed a pair of glasses on a lanyard around her neck. Yep. Her phone, her keys, you had everything attached there. I looked really, really unique unique is the word i'd use to be fair though i have to say i have lost my phone whilst wearing it on a lanyard around my neck so your survival tip of the week for those that are listening to us is attach anything you might lose to a lanyard around your neck especially your mobile phone you poke (laughs) it through the case you flip it over job done i love it thank you Now, I can't believe we are at the end of our time already of our very first podcast. It is so brilliant to have your company, honestly. And we're going to be back with loads more. You can expect more Word for the Weeks, more survival guides, loads more confessions and more of us, really. So we really hope you can join us. We'd love to have your company, wouldn't we, Kath? We definitely would. Sadly, it's time for us to go. Say goodbye, Amy. Toodle pip. Say goodbye, Kath. Cheers and gone.